created live on Fireside. All righty. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're on episode five today. Super excited to be welcoming our guest today, Saqib Rizvi, who is a meditation and emotional healing coach, spiritual mentor, and devoted lifelong student with over six years of experience in conducting one-on-one -on -one sessions, group coaching sessions, and workshops. Saqib has helped countless individuals overcome emotional and psychological barriers to achieve their fullest potential. Um, I personally love a lot of uh, Saqib's content. Um, I do a lot of his meditations, um, really, really love his practice. So I'm super honored that he's here. I'm going to get him on stage now. Da, da, da. There we go. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Vanessa. So good to be here with you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited you're here. Um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty present in a lot of your sessions anyways. Um, you know, you can also find Sakib on Insight Timer. Um, I love the app. It's great. And um, he runs lots of fantastic sessions. I tend to pop into many of them um, because I, I really appreciate, you know, I, I always feel that you really integrate a lot of, you know, spirituality, but in a way that I think is very... Um, uh, it just makes me think about things a little bit differently, which I really appreciate. And so I'm happy to have you here today to talk a lot about timelessness uh, and, and manifestation because it was one of the the reasons that I really resonated with a lot of your uh, content in general because I was kind of going through a lot of that myself, especially manifestation. Uh, I know when you and I spoke, uh, one of the things I loved to hear from you was that there tends to be a very outward focus about manifestation, right? That we're trying to manifest these these objects these things uh but you know i always felt that you were always really uh, the message from you was it's really about what's happening inside of you so um i'd love for you to share a little bit more about that um you know again just sort of that 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 how do we balance this external and internal idea of manifestation yeah thank you so much for inviting me and uh, you know the reason that i was i'm I, i'm really excited about this is that uh, you are allowing me to talk about timelessness and manifestation um you know because uh as i i think i told you this previously that podcasts uh, sometimes also tend to you know just be like an interview but i'm i'm loving that this is a conversation about timelessness and uh, i'm really i'm really into this topic so i'm i'm looking forward to this and uh, yeah you are right it's uh, manifestation is is an internal experience and that's what i mean by timeless manifestation so just to give a background <coughs> to the listeners <coughs> excuse me timelessness is the idea that there is there is no past or future and that these are just linguistic constructs and uh, this has been you know talked about since since ages you know mystics and philosophers and scientists and what not and uh, Albert Einstein showed this through the theory of relativity that time is something which is not a fixed thing. It's more of relative. It's more of defined by us. And uh, there is there is also a wonderful uh, hypothesis. It's it's a controversial hypothesis. It's known as uh, Sapir-Whorf hypothesis. In fact, there is this uh, whole movie made on this, which is called Arrival. 
and uh, this hypothesis is that it is it is language that makes us experience reality it is you know the way we understand language the way we use language that's how we see our world and there are like studies done uh, you know on different tribes like for example if a tribe cannot you know if a tribe does not have a or if a culture does not have a defined word for the color green they will not see the color green and they will not be able to differentiate between the color blue and green so similarly goes for timelessness that time itself is a linguistic construct and because we use tenses like past or future that's why we we are attached to these ideas but actually if you if we just become aware of what's happening around us it's just the present moment it's just right now and what we are saying is we are measuring change and when things change we are calling it that time is passing but it's actually a linguistic construct so based on this idea comes the idea of timeless manifestation that um you know manifestation is not something in the future which which we usually think you know law of attraction i want uh, you know a million dollars i want a car i want this house and you know i will have to wait for it it will come in the future now all that is wonderful but it's timeless manifestation is the idea that why wait right why why not right now why not shift myself into that feeling of abundance rather than you know depending on that external thing and waiting for it i can right now in this very moment shift into abundance and feel abundant you know rather than letting that 1 million dollar or that house give me that happiness i can choose to be happy right now without waiting for it so yeah this is the idea right and i and i mean and i absolutely love that and i love what you're saying about this linguistic concept um you know and you mentioned uh einstein's theory of relativity um one of the theories of kind of the universe that i i always really took an interest in was um dr carlo rovelli's loop quantum gravity theory mm-hmm. um and he kind of builds on a lot of what einstein uh you know discovered with with the theory of relativity and one thing that he says in his books is there was one of his books talks about how the past present and future are the present essentially right like it kind of is all happening at the same time and that's kind of what i hear you saying too it's like we kind of already are what we want to manifest manifest we just have to like really become aware of that um mm-hmm. and so i really appreciate uh, i really appreciate that thought and i think it's something that that i hope resonates with everybody listening because um you know we already are everything that we want to be and it just really i think it really gives that perspective of we really can create anything that we want for ourselves right hmm yeah absolutely everything is within it's everything is within us right now everything is is right here it's just about choosing that potential it's just about you know it's like first it has to be internal the the problem uh, you know when we talk about manifestation the it's like a you know it's the model that we follow is have do be which means that first i will you know first i will have money and then i will do what i love to do and then i will be happy but the whole idea is to reverse that be do have right now i will be joyous be abundant and you know then i can uh, i will do what i love to do and i will have what i want to have so it's it's like a reverse process that rather than going outside and we go inside out that i will be abundant right now first and automatically you know i will become like a magnet and i will attract everything to myself versus 
trying to get something out there. Right. Versus like always trying to chase something. I think that we're kind of in that mentality in, in this, especially now in this modern time with social media, it's like we're always chasing after something or, you know, chasing a money, chasing this, chasing that, that we're not actually really making conscious decisions about, well, do I actually want this thing that I'm chasing? <laughs> you know, I've yeah. had that happen to myself. It's like, I'm chasing something. I'm like, wait a second. I don't even think I want this. I've just been told I'm supposed to want this. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know the, the the funny thing is that we the the feelings we crave out of those those things you know the thing to ask is why do i want that money or why do i want that house it's not about the object it's about the feeling that it gives me right so if it is about the feeling if how what if i figure out how to generate that feeling right now rather than waiting for it rather than waiting for that object to come and that giving me that feeling so now we have, you know, a lot of research done. Um, there is a wonderful institute in, in U.S., uh, the Heart Math Institute, which talks about the science of the heart. And it talks about how we can actually generate those feelings at will. You know, we, we use our heart center. We have forgotten the power of our heart. We can use our heart center to, to generate those feelings right now. Like right now I can, you know, maybe do a meditation or do a practice through which I can simply maybe just place my hand on my heart, just breathe in and out of it. And I can, you know, generate those feelings, just feel good inside. So if I can feel good inside already, then why wait for all those things, you know, outside of myself? And this is what, uh, you know, the, the monks and the mystics, they have understood this already. And that's why you will see that, you know, the fact is that the happiest man on earth is not a billionaire, it's a monk. And if that, you know, if that's the case, we really need to question the idea that is happiness something about external or is it something internal? Right. Um, and I think the other thing that's really interesting is I remember going through your, um, you know, going through your practice, your manifestation practice, and there was one of the, um, I guess you could say, like, parts of it was the visualization portion. And so sometimes just because what, you know, what we're saying now, we're talking about, you know, creating that within us. Right. And then I sometimes found though, that it conflicted when I was being asked to visualize, I could, in yeah. my mind, I'd be like, but what am I visualizing? Right. Like if I'm not supposed to be external facing, I'm supposed to be creating this within me. So I, yeah. I always felt tripped up with that. I was always like, what exactly am I supposed to be visualizing? So I'm very curious to hear, you know, what your intention is with that. Yeah, no, I totally get you. And um, I, I would say that the visualization practice is actually a tool for generating that feeling. You know, the way I was talking about, <coughs> excuse me, the way I was talking about the heart being a tool for generating that feeling. Similarly, the visualization practice, you know, generates that feeling. So some people find it difficult to generate that feeling without visualization, right? Uh, there is this idea that um, why should I be happy for no reason? But I, I believe that we should be happy for no reason. But if we see someone, you know, on the street, just laughing and dancing for no reason, we say, we, th we think that that's a crazy person. You know, why, why is that person happy? So it becomes then if we have this idea that we cannot be happy without any reason, it becomes difficult for us to, to generate that feeling of, you know, just being happy in the moment. So then visualization is used as a tool to bring that internal feeling. So when I'm visualizing, you know, what I desire, I'm actually generating that feeling. I'm, I can 
generate that feeling of happiness right now in this moment so i i totally agree with you that visualization can also potentially take us away from this moment but but also for someone who finds it difficult to generate that feeling it it is also a good tool right okay and so then and then that sort of leads to the next part of you know being able to visualize but not being so attached to that outcome correct mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely because uh, um you know it's it's all about not being too fixed fixated or specific you know let's take an example here let's say if i you know if i love a person and uh, i am i am very desperate for that person i'm saying that i really want this person you know i want to have my life with this person and then what what i do is and i have done this previously <laughs> so i'll be honest with you and then what i will do is i will visualize a life with that person you know oh my god we are having a wonderful life we are married and we are this and that now what happens lo and behold after 6 months you find out that you know it's not working out you you manifested this person but this if the relationship has changed you don't feel love anymore or there is conflict and you decide to part ways so then what happened there the problem was that i fixated on one person i i became too dependent on that one person for experiencing love so rather than you know having this general idea or having an open manifestation for love i i got fixated on one person and you know that is not giving me happiness but love is not about that person right love is is you can get love from everywhere and anywhere it's not just fixed on one person so that's the problem with you know being very specific with visualization when i get fixated on an idea i might manifest that but it might not bring me happiness in the long run right interesting okay i really appreciate that and i appreciate that example as well i think that's probably a very common one for a lot of people um and so i think it it's i think it's just it kind of takes that uh that idea away from just the relationship in general and really focusing on you know maybe connection instead or that that whole i guess that whole uh vibration right because that's a really what it is like creating that energetic field um that you can yeah. kind of live within yourself and then i guess uh maybe project that outward or share that outward that kind of thing is that fair Yeah it's uh you know it's it's you're you're absolutely right getting into the vibration you know of love uh, now coming back to the same example if i if i wish to manifest love then rather than again being fixated on that person what i do is i i generate the vibration of love as you said i become love myself you know i for the question is am i loving first of all is my heart open mm-hmm. and if i'm not in that vibration you know it will not i will not attract because like attracts like and if i am loving myself and you know someone who when i do one on one sessions and someone asks me that sakh how do i manifest love i simply say be loving yourself and you will automatically attract that energy the more loving you are the more you will attract that so it's all about being in that vibration of love right I really appreciate that and I thank you for sharing that experience. Um the other thing that I was I was hoping to discuss today and you know I think it sort of relates to what you were talking about the timeless manifestation but I think just the um like the concept of time a little bit as well. I know that I was in one of your last sessions on insight timer and 
know we were talking a lot about time being eternal, uh, which I really, really, really liked that that thought. Um, so I was hoping, you know, because we're talking about manifestation, how does that really, um, how do those two kind of those two concepts kind of work together in this concept of manifestation? Yeah, sure. So, <clears throat> you know, the, when when we talk about mindfulness, or when we talk about you know what what the mystics or monks or all these people have been saying that. Uh, you know, or even the philosophers or scientists, that time is an illusion. And the only moment that ex exists is right now. It's it's important to understand the the reality of this. You know, it's it can just be a statement. I can understand it intellectually. But <clears throat> I really have, have to reflect on this. And if I if I ask myself that, you know, what where is the past? Where is the future? I will I will come to a realization that you know, it, it is just in my thoughts, right? What is the past or what is the future? The past or the future, the past is a memory. And the future is a thought, right? And that memory is also like a thought. Now, if I, if I go beyond those thoughts, if I then, if I then, let's say, if I, you know, although it's difficult to do that, but if I stop thinking, then I will, I will get to a place where there will be no past and there will be no future because I cannot think about the present moment. The present moment is just there. So now there have been multiple experiences where people, when they are totally present in, you know, let's say through meditation or through an out-of-body experience or through even psychedelic experiences or through even a near-death experience, people have connected to this timeless self. People have connected to this eternal part of them. And, you know, they have realized that, uh, they have, you know, some people even remember, remember multiple lifetimes and they remember they had multiple lifetimes and they have this feeling, they have this deep inner knowing that, you know, I'm eternal, that my consciousness is eternal. It's not something, you know, which is limited, uh, you know, as, as science also understands that energy cannot be created, nor it can be destroyed. Consciousness, my consciousness is something, and this is what the spiritual awakening is all about, that my consciousness is something which is eternal. So then if I am eternal, what, and I, if I can connect to that eternal self of mine, then everything I need is already here. You know, we, we use these terms, and if we talk about religion, we use these terms, uh, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent, all these words are used for that God, which we think is external. But what if we are that? What if we are omnipresent? What if we are omniscient? What if we are, uh, you know, we are eternal, eternal, and we have all that infinite potential within us. So that's, that's what timeless manifestation is all about, that you let go of any idea that you are limited, you let go of you know this slight this doubt because all these doubts come from self worth issues which are which are given to us by the society which says that you know you are limited and you will die off with your body and you are just this limited meat sack you you know the, you don't have an existence beyond that and you are here for just mundane things just to produce and consume and to work 9 to 6 and that creates you know self worth issues in us but when you connect to that eternal self of yours, you know that all those things that society tells us that we need, I already have that. You know, I'm already whole and complete in myself. And when you become that person, 
automatically you start attracting all those things if you want right if you want automatically you will start attracting um i want to ask you vanessa have you heard this this people saying this that you know the day i stopped running after money money came into my life yeah, right yeah. so that's what happens what what is happening here we are connecting to our wholeness we are realizing that we are already abundant and once we once you know we feel whole automatically our self worth self respect increases and automatically we start attracting all those things and now rather than being desperate now i am i am more attractive now people are attracted towards me now money is attracted towards me now anything that i you know i wanted automatically comes to me so yeah that's the that's a long answer to your question <laughs> <laughs> no it's a it's a great uh, it's a great answer lots of things to think about and i think it's a very inspiring message right it's about us and our our wholeness and our connection to self and and how we can feel whole and how we can feel that love um for ourselves which i think is a really beautiful message and i think it's a great message to leave everybody with today um so i want to say thank you for coming on the show um anyone who's interested i think saki right now has a promo for a course um to find your spiritual freedom um there's a promo code here in the little fortune cookie i will also leave it in the uh description when i upload this to all the podcast sites um you can also check out Sekib on Insight Timer. Um I'm also on there but I love um I I always pop into a lot of his his sessions. Um they're always very um yeah, I just find that I always leave with something to reflect on and something to think about with it, which I always really really appreciate. And then of course a lot of your meditation practices are very very um they're great. Honestly, they're really great and I feel I've grown spiritually just from just from beginning to listen to a lot of your uh, practices, so I'm really really grateful. Thank you thank you so much Vanessa I'm humbled and I uh, I think what I expected I that that's what I got I truly enjoyed this conversation so thank you so much for doing this Thank you thank you so much <laughs> take care You too bye bye Creative live on Fireside